You're listening to Youth Ministry Maverick, a podcast about mold-breaking methods to invest in the next generation of the church. Here's your host, Jeff Harding. What's going on, everybody? This is Jeff. Welcome back to Youth Ministry Maverick. You're listening to episode 99, Rethinking Summer Camp Content. Hey everyone, uh, we're in the middle of summer, and so some of you might have already uh, done summer camp. Some of you might have it next week. Everything's already planned. Everything's already already uh, in the books and ready to be done. But uh, in the midst of this season, I thought this episode would be a good time to reflect on how we typically do summer camp in the American local. Uh, church and uh, what that looks like for many of us as students and maybe how we do it now as uh, youth workers um, and doing summer camp uh, this summer for me uh, definitely looks a little more hands-on as I shared in the last episode. Um, I'm helping lead our youth ministry right now during an interim time and uh, doing youth camp, summer camp is uh, it's going to look a little different for us this year and a little different from how I've ever done camp. Um, and that stemmed from talking with our speaker and thinking through uh, just kind of what students take away from camp. And whenever you do something as foundational to ministry rhythms as a camp, um, it's kind of a one package like, well, I know what we're going to do. We're going to have sessions in the morning, uh, small group time, recreation. Uh, you're going to have sessions in the evening, small group time, late night activities, all that kind of stuff. And there's some variations in there. But for the most part, depending on how long your camp is, uh, you're going to have anywhere from uh, six, seven, all the way up to 10 sessions with uh, everyone all together. And for the most part, at least for the majority of camps that I've ever been to, uh, all of those sessions have a sermon or a message or specific uh, passage from scripture or theme of whatever that message is. And that's a lot of content, right? On a weekly basis, we try to make sure that our students engage with the content that we have. Um, and I know it's a contained environment when we're at camp and uh, depending on your phone policy or the signal at the camp, there's limited distractions. So you're able to kind of get more bang for your buck with content and the attention and focus of the students and then thinking through uh, the content that you have for them. But when they go back home, right, during the school year, um, one of the main things that we try to instill in teenagers is a daily, weekly, regular rhythm of walking and growing in their faith. And so how do we set them up well to do that? Uh, and can it start, can camp be a catalyst for that behavior um, and that rhythm and that heart transformation, and rethinking through the perspective of how they grow in their faith? Well, yes, I think we, I think it can. I think we all think that it can. And so what's the best way to structure 
the content, the clubs, the gatherings, the worship time for your camp. Um, now I've been to camps. I'm sur- sure several of you have as well, where maybe in the afternoon there's a seminar time or there's some classes that you can do. Um, but if it's just um, sort of a regular layout camp and you have a morning session and an evening session, um, is the approach of doing two different messages. Yeah, maybe it's the same theme throughout the week, but multiple messages in one day to try and get them to understand what a theme is. Is that the best way to approach it? It can be based on your group. Um, But if you want to take it more as the catalyst approach of getting the school year launched with good rhythms for your students um, of how they engage with their faith outside of when they're at church, here's what we're going to do at our summer camp and what some of you may have already done before or do now, but that I think many, many summer camps uh, and ministries have not tried before. So I think it's worth talking about. And that is making the morning session practical, small group centric, team building, basics of your faith, thinking through um, middle school students, maybe even high school students who don't have those rhythms thinking through um, friends who came to camp uh, who don't know Christ. Um, What does it mean just to gather as believers? Yeah, we're here to have fun at camp, but when we come together here or back home at church or small group doing doing fun stuff together, what does it mean to be a believer? Like besides following Jesus and to a student, like that can mean or look like several different things. What makes us distinct? And so, um, taking those morning sessions and not having it be a traditional sit down, let's take notes and listen to scripture and have a full message and then go have small group time after that, um, using it as a time to maybe talk a little bit more as yourself, as the leader, or talk about the group, or talk about rhythms that we find ourselves in, that adults wrestle with, with struggling uh, in finding time to um, dedicate to uh, growing in their faith and good rhythms that students have as well. And using that as a launching point to, to talk about, here's how to support one another well in your small group or in our ministry. And you can't really support each other well if you don't know each other well. So how well do you know everyone in your group? And um, yeah, still having worship time, probably reading some scripture, but not really sitting there and saying, here's a message. It's here's the concept, here's the need for it. And then go out in your small group and you're going to do some activities with your small group to get to know each other better, right? The next morning you come back and you talk about prayer. Um, Here's structure to prayer. Here's why Jesus prayed this way. But in your daily life, like, you know, looking in Thessalonians and thinking through pray without ceasing. Okay, that doesn't mean you walk around with your eyes closed all the time, like ignoring everyone else. If you have to do schoolwork or do your job or drive, like that's not practical. Um, What does it mean to pray without ceasing? How do we have an attitude of prayer? So the next time you do, you gather talking about quiet time or devotional time. And yeah, you can sit down and have structure to it, but also when you're walking in nature or, hey, today 
uh, when we're walking out out to the lake, um, looking at just how God created everything, um, how God cre- created you and me. You know, just taking admiration for that and giving praise to God for that. Giving students a practical, applicational um, tool and perspective on how to do something, as well as the spiritual structure of why we do it, the purpose of it, and why it's good and necessary, but giving them the, the spiritual and the practical together. Um, making that a really good time to then launch them into things they can do together, talk about together, get to know each other better, because that's the life of the ministry is students showing up, participating, having community, right? Um, and whether you find yourself in a season of transition leadership-wise or you have new students, a lot of new students, um, anything like that, this kind of structure can really benefit those students. It can benefit the leaders in getting to know their students a little better and getting to know their leaders uh, who are running the ministry up front as well and really kind of reinvigorating the life of the ministry um, the people who are showing up, let's support one another. Let's learn how to do these basics of the faith well. And then the messages and sessions at night can take on more of the traditional, typical camp message, small group time with links to, hey, this morning we did this, right? And and be able to link the two together. So then that helps propel the conversation into a deeper um, level of dialogue and uh, really getting to talk through and understand and own their faith. Uh, And so whether it's summer camp, which typically is the longest kind of getaway that you do because winter camp, maybe it's over a long weekend. So you have two full days, not counting travel days and everything. But summer camp is the kind of um, atmosphere where you can really make this kind of setup and format work. And so I encourage you, whether uh, you're still pu- pulling together stuff for your own summer camp this summer, or you had a great camp, but you're thinking through maybe a retreat this fall or next summer camp, like, hey, you know what? We haven't done done that before. Um, I encourage you to work through this um, perspective and think about how it could benefit your ministry. Uh, if you have questions about what this actually looks like, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I can give you basic notes and format of what we'll be doing at uh, our summer camp here in about three weeks. Um, So yeah, that's it for today's episode. Uh, I hope it was beneficial for you and I hope it helps uh, stir and, and crank your imagination for maybe different ways that we can help benefit our students' spiritual and practical walk as they walk with Jesus and their faith. Well, that does it for today's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, If you haven't watched last week's episode yet, go back and watch that. But for season four, that is starting up in the fall, we'll have a new format for the podcast. And it's based in free subscriptions for the Monthly Maverick, a monthly email newsletter uh, that's going to be going out to our free subscribers, completely, totally, forever free. And that's where the majority of our content will be. Exclusive episodes, um, studies, breakdowns, small group questions, games, reflections, all of that will be in that uh, monthly email. 
Uh, for those who aren't subscribers, you're going to probably have a monthly episode that'll be public and available, maybe one every two months. So you want to make sure that you're a free subscriber. Go to youthministrymaverick.com or click the link tree link in our social media profiles. Find that button, hit it, and subscribe, and you'll and, and you will be all set for season four in the fall. Uh, also. For the next several weeks, those who sign up for um, the free Maverick monthly subscription will be entered into our episode 100 giveaway. This is episode 99, and so episode 100 is coming up. That is with very special guest, Mark Matlock, talking about wisdom and creativity. And there are a ton of amazing prizes for our episode 100 giveaway. A free year of Youth Ministry Booster. Um, tons of books, content, curriculum, um, and more. There's a whole lot that's available for uh, the winner of that drawing. And the way that you enter is by becoming a free Maverick monthly subscriber. You can also um, add some bonus entries by commenting and tagging and sharing, but you have to be a monthly subscriber. Uh, to be able to be entered into the drawing. So go to the website, check it out. uh, And we're excited for episode 100. Very cool milestone, a new format in the fall. And uh, you have to be a free subscriber to do it. So go become a free subscriber, check it out. And I look forward to uh, talking with you more and equipping you more for the benefit of the next generation of the church. We'll see you later. Adios.